We've been unable to do it for a couple months, but we know you've all been waiting for it. We know you've been eagerly anticipating this return. So swing open the doors, let everyone in, and get ready for What About Now? It's the rally for What About Now? What About Now? All right, it's our rally. How is yeah. our throngs of adoring fans doing oh, tonight? Man, great. We got a packed house. You got a packed house? Uh, All right, um, so you might not have a packed house, but I got a packed house. We're in my basement, and I'm telling you, first of all, there was, what, a million tickets requested for this What About Now rally, and I am in a packed basement. I mean, I say packed. I mean, like a third packed. And by a third packed, I mean... Me and the podcast. Like so, we got this packed rally. It's our rally that we're back after after almost three months off. We're just kicking off the "What About Now" campaign season with this exciting, filled room, filled basement stadium, arena. No. Anyways, this is the "What About Now" rally. How's the rally going on your side, Darren? Uh, um, we, we sold a million tickets. Or gave away a million tickets? Uh, sold is a strong word. Um, can I ask you a question? Uh, you just did, but do you want to ask me another question? Can I ask you another question? Yes, you may. Why is there a bunch of Korean pop star gifs on our What About Now Twitter feed? Um, I mean, it, it I mean, I, I was posting a couple of like uh like uh, you know white lives matter hashtag maybe they're trying to drown that out i don't know that's that's the latest trend is to you know to to drown out all the uh the white supremacist what supremacist uh hashtags with k-pop but by the way i'm just kidding i would never actually post any white supremacist thing in our twitter feed that was just a joke um but yeah so uh I'm sure it's old news right now because it's like a week. It's a week behind us, right? So we're back um, after three months, and you know, absolutely in that time, absolutely nothing has happened. I yeah, I, I don't even know why we're doing this podcast. It's been so dull and boring. Good night, everybody. Yeah, I know. I mean, we're just gonna have to basically. Um, it's kind of like the pandemic. There's no new content, right? There's no new movies or TV or anything, and so but your only hope now that like all the new shows have. Halted. The only hope is just to start going back and watching all the things that you missed. Like, uh, if I if I actually had free time, if I didn't have like you know family and a job, I would go back and like watch. I'm, I'm dying to catch up on like what five years of Fear the Walking Dead or about another five to ten years of Simpsons and Family Guy because I stopped watching those around 2013 2014. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so along those same lines. Because there's no current events, there's nothing for us to talk about. There's no new content, and so I we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about uh, let's talk about the Civil War. That's completely yeah, un- yes, yes, completely it's... unrelated to current events. Let's talk about the Civil War. Absolutely, absolutely. The, 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 maybe the Confederacy. You want to talk about that? Sure, I think that's. Uh, I'm sure that's not a, a hot button issue no, right no, now. No, completely unrelated no, to current no, topics. No, but no, uh, no. anyway, so we sort of got off on a meander which is a good thing because we're talking about uh about a week or two ago first of all rich it's uh this is june 30th this is uh the last day of june last uh 
day of Pride Month. Gonna be sad to take the little rainbow off of our Twitter feed, but um, so like a, a month, uh, what a week or two ago, Trump had his his rally. His he kicked off his campaign rally, uh, <laughs> uh, ca- campaign rally season with a uh, he dropped a turd in Tulsa, the Tulsa turd. Uh, what a million tickets requested, and it was all it was all s- s- sabotage, sabotage from uh, I, the the TikTokers, the TikTokers, I, right? Yeah, I I think a bunch of middle aged men and women heard about TikTok and K-pop for the first time in their lives this past ooh, week. Ooh, is that ooh is that going to be your title, TikTok and K-pop? <laughs> it might be. <laughs> hey, well, we've never come up with a title so soon before. Uh, let's see. But uh, so the the uh, the kids, basically the the Zoomers. Generation Z uh, apparently sabotage requested a mil- I, I don't know if they were lying or not when they said they had a million requests or there actually were a million requests but it was all sabotage and then what he had well, a, a, thir- a third one third full it wasn't even half full it was a third full two thirds empty arena in Tulsa mm-hmm. and uh, and so uh, see t- the deliciousness about the lie though if let's assume that. Yeah, let's assume that there wasn't really a million tickets requested from kids around the, around the world. But the deliciousness about that lie is that they're using the Trump campaign's lie against them. Because the Trump campaign kept selling this idea that this was going to be such a mass uh, uh, event with, with event. so many people that were just going to line around the blocks. And they kept up in the numbers. And their final numbers were... A million people on their official Twitter campaign uh, for um, I think it was Brad Pascal was as the campaign manager. Uh-huh. Uh, his official Twitter feed put that number at a million. Trump parroted that number. So even if the K-pop and uh, TikTokers didn't get a million tickets, the Trump campaign can never admit that because they lied about the numbers given away. So it sort of occurred to me that. Like fighting fire with fire, this is fighting liar with liar. Ooh. Ex- exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. Within the first five minutes, we have two really, really good potential titles. Fighting, fighting liar, liar with liar, liar or TikTok and K-pop. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. A... <laughs> well, we can do like the old Rocky and Bullwinkle cartoon. Tune in next week for TikTok and K-pop or fighting liar with liar. You know, where they always had two titles. So I do, but I don't know if any of our audience... Hi, Rich. Um, <laughs> remembers Rocky uh, and Bullwinkle? Yeah, because I barely remember Rocky and Bullwinkle. I love, but I, okay, Rocky and Bullwinkle were solid funny. I mean, was, did you ever see the? Did you ever see the movie, the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie with Robert De Niro? It's pretty awful. I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty awful. So, it is awful. But the cartoon from the sixties was 60s? was actually wickedly funny, and and for that time especially, it was much more intelligent than what people think the intended audience was which was kids so i mean i mean hell it was a parody of the cold war during the 60s come on so so what has been going on i mean nothing much nothing much like i said june 30th just get to make sure we say it's june 30th we've been on off the air by the time we get a post it'll be like three months this is our quarterly edition of what about now hanging out in the basement with the podcast uh, I don't know. There's just so many current event stories. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just tempted just to like, like flush everything. Let's just talk about f- stuff in the past week. But like, uh, obviously, I, the, uh, 
I think we should apologize to the audience. We don't intend to be quarterly. We intended to be at least monthly. You know, at, at one time we were shooting for every two to three weeks. We were that was we were, uh, we, were we were doing great there. It's just that life has interfered and the exactly. pandemic um, up and uh, has been eating so much of my extra time with the child exactly. care, yeah. working and child cares and um, right um, extra chores because like uh, we used to have cleaning people coming in. And because you know, because neither my wife and I, um, it's just it's just a time thing, right? We don't have the exactly. time with two, we both work, and with the kids, we didn't have any time, so we, yeah. we had you know, every couple of weeks, um, right. some people coming to clean, and now that that's done, so it's, it went from went you know, went to no child care, no, no cleaning people, and mm-hmm. um, and so that's basically if I'm not working or taking care of the kids. Right. Or cleaning the house, so like that is basically just destroyed any free time whatsoever. Exactly, and and I I know there's probably some people listening that are are going to say, well, you you know, I'm out of a job. You you guys are complaining about not having free time. Uh, I have all the free time in the world during this pandemic because I'm out of job, and we don't mean to make light of that situation. Trust me, I'm very happy to still be working during all this. But that being said. Um, I know you see it on TV. A lot of people are finding what to do with their spare time during this pandemic and stuff like that. That's not the case for either of us. We're we're not. We're well, not I wasn't complaining. I was I was I was basically trying to uh, apologize and explain explain yeah. our absence. Not no, so much. exactly. I'm not complaining. Ex- I I'm right. very happy to be. Uh, I am very happy to be uh, you know, gainfully employed. Yeah, yeah and, exactly. Uh, Many unfortunate, and uh, as I sit here in Florida, and we're depending on where you're at in the country, is your, your mileage may vary, so to speak, as far as this pandemic goes. But in Florida, we're going through uh, what I can only describe as a clusterfuck because <laughs> of of just the asinine policies of not letting this thing pass through before trying to reopen. And everybody said that this was going to happen. If you tried to reopen too early, you were gonna you were gonna get a spike. Um, and we that's exactly what we did in Florida. We started reopening early, um, and we didn't even get a spike because I don't think we ever even got it flattened. I think it, they saw a dip for a week and just decided, all right, it's time to open again. And yeah, but there was there was something weird about Florida because it never really caught fire. At the same time, it was taken off in California, New York. It never really caught fire like it is now in Florida, and right. they couldn't figure it out. Maybe it was because of uh, how you know Florida is so spread out. You drive everywhere. At least, or at least the Florida that I know, like the East Coast, South Central Florida. You know, everything's spread out. You drive everywhere. It's not packed like like a New York City where people live right. on top of each other. Right. It's spread out. There's a lot more room. Uh, maybe because if it's hot or humid. Maybe that's something to do, but like it really didn't catch on, and now suddenly it's like a, a switch flipped, and now it's totally going crazy in Florida. And I don't know if that's because of, I I don't know why. Is it because of the lack of social distancing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's absolutely that's absolutely what it is. You know, it's it's many things. It's it's I think. But why now and not? Not a month ago, because remember this thing started. I remember because I'm in Maryland. Maryland locked down. We went to shelter in place like the three thirty, and so we're oh today's six thirty. So we're exactly three months out from the Maryland lockdown. Maryland is slowly creeping out 
of lockdown and cautiously optimistic. But you know, me me being the paranoid fool, I'm still I still don't want to leave the house. But right. um, um, it did it didn't catch on in Florida when the lockdown was going in, you know, like going on to the west and or northeast, and then like what's changed because now it's going crazy. In you know it's you know the A's Arizona Alabama, mm-hmm. um, uh, Florida that doesn't really help my argument. Uh, not really Texas okay. Texas Florida oh yeah okay Florida Texas um, California still California's getting it bad again Arizona and then yeah it's coming back in California apparently the Northeast is doing okay Maryland's doing all right I'm still um, yeah I, I you know okay so let me let me let me just. Uh, change gears here because I want to talk about I don't know if this is, if you want to talk about current events before I get to the funny stories because uh, maybe this will be a good teaser for a funny story because um, I went to Lowe's on Saturday as part of some a home improvement project and I was very apprehensive about that and so I guess I guess theoretically I could have COVID I just don't know yet because it hasn't been long enough but I feel fine and uh, the good news is that literally. Every single person I saw was wearing a mask. This is just yeah. some random lows in, in a random outskirts of Baltimore. And uh, every single goddamn person, including me, was wearing a mask. And I was very happy, very proud. So when Trump talks about how Baltimore and Detroit and how wherever places are shitholes, um, I got news for you. There, there seems to be some sort of community, um, I don't know if it's pride or... or some sort of community spirit here where every single goddamn person was wearing a mask. Right. Um, I, I think you're hitting the nail on the head because that's not always the case here in Florida. Um, and it depends on where you're at. Uh, in Dade County, where I work, Miami-Dade, I usually encounter people wearing masks, especially in the stores. Uh, it's one, it's an ordinance, and they're kind of requiring it. But, but two, I think it's because... This area was the hardest hit the first time around, Miami-Dade. Mm-hmm. They tend to take it a little bit more serious. Um, yeah, but Florida, as you know, is a purple state, but there's huge swaths of it that are red. Uh, and uh, St. Lucie County, where I happen to reside, tends to be one of them. And I watched over the last couple of months of how masks became less and less used. Like, I, I, I'm the one that took all the responsibility of going out. So I was not only going to work, but I did all the hunting and gathering as far as food and stuff. So I, I would go to the grocery store these past few months wearing my mask, wearing gloves, slice-hauling everything, all that stuff. Um, so I saw how... People were going into the into the store, into the grocery store, in March and April, and every single one of them uh, was wearing a mask, and everyone was observing social distancing and and, and treating this very seriously. Um, but as the weeks ticked on, and we got more and more into the oh, we're going to start thinking about reopening, I saw less and less people wearing masks. To the point where, even to this day in St. Lucie, it's a crapshoot. Maybe 50-50 people wearing masks in grocery stores in public. It's places. gotten so bad that um, I hear that the was it the is it the, is there a Surgeon General of Florida? There's some 
Is there a Surgeon General of Florida? There's some medical head medical guy of Florida. Is it a Surgeon General or something else? Uh, some, I just, think so. I think there is a Surgeon General It got so bad that the state of Florida and the Surgeon General, quietly, under his breath, with his hand over his mouth, whispering, suggested that everybody wear masks. That ha- That's how bad it is in Florida. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. You've got a huge percent of our population that has made this mask wearing a another thing to draw along political lines and masks are for cowards for pussies uh it's all a hoax uh it's infringing on my liberty etc 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 so uh just recently the there was a video that was pop on if it's just Twitter or made the rounds. No, that's right. It made it was pop, it made the news a crossover from Twitter because Trump retweeted it. And so because like I'm on Twitter every day, but uh, because this made the national news crossed over because Trump retweeted, therefore it's news. A uh, couple couple thoughts from the villages uh, in Florida. Yes. Of yes. the of the old guy in the golf court cart mm-hmm. yelling white power and mm-hmm. uh, a couple couple thoughts here. First of all, if you're not familiar with the villages is like this giant retirement community like west of north west of Orlando, west of Orlando. Yes, yes. It, and it uh, one of the, the is one of the fastest growing uh, areas in the country. Now uh, I have so. a que- I have a question though. Um, how how much power are you conveying when you're screaming white power while driving a golf cart? That, um, that to me that sends a mixed message. Like, like I'm not able to walk long distances, so I'm going to drive a golf cart very slowly while screaming my power. But like, like my my race is powerful, but not my not my muscles. Like it's just <laughs> it just it just struck me as odd. They're like yelling white power while driving a golf cart. I mean, uh, yeah, no, I I think it it perfectly encapsulates what is become the conservative movement. Enough money for comfort and a a dwindling uh, base of 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 a ever rapidly aging uh, constituency <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So there's the villages. What else is going on? What else is going on? Oh, what is, is it? Uh, what is okay, it? Okay. So let's just on? let me just. Let, you want to do a lightning round? You want to do a current events lightning round? Just off the top of my head, just like let's just cover the stuff. There's so much stuff. I like just yeah. throw some stuff out, and then and then later yeah. on, before we wrap, I have a couple, like I said, a little teaser for. I have a little funny, haha, home yeah. improvement story. I have a couple small little funny stories. We, I think, the only segment we definitely need to, we need to do an in memoriam. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, you want you want to do some current events? Yeah, we can do a lightning round, but I mean, we're, we're going to have to. I'll, I'll open it up uh, a lightning round, but this is one that we're going to have to probably spend some time with because it's really the biggest thing: uh, the murder of George Floyd. Oh yeah, um, that's the that, that's like giant story number two, right? Giant story yeah. number one. Court three months ago was pandemic. Giant yes. story number two is, of course. Uh, the the horrible murder of George Floyd by the we've covered pandemic on this podcast we that we haven't been on since George Floyd was murdered so I know right and yeah. so that was in Minneapolis and I, I the date escapes me but it's been it's been like a month or so and obviously there's been yeah it happened the, in May the protests the unrest nationwide and Black Lives Matter movement uh, I it's 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 been amazing 
I guess we're not doing lightning round right now. Let's go, go ahead and talk about it. It's, no, we're, it's, not, we're, not, we're not doing lightning round right yeah. now. Yeah, it's, it's been amazing how powerful that image was. It's, it's, this isn't the first time that we've seen a black person killed on camera by, by cops. Or, or by anybody. We just we had the incident in Georgia with, um, what was his name, Aubrey, I'm blanking on his name now, that just the week before he was being pursued by three men in a truck in Georgia and he was shot with a shotgun right in the middle of the yeah. street. Yeah. Uh, that, that had just happened the week before. And, and as bad as that was, that didn't seem to have the visceral and emotional impact that this image did of that, that cop putting his knee on the neck of George Floyd for nine minutes and just letting the life leave his body in, in such a torturous and, 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 and long extended fashion. I, I, that has made the black lives matter movement, which if you just asked somebody three years ago, I think the average person would have said that they're scary, they're fringe, they're, even the word terrorist might have been thrown in there with the average person when you talk about Black Lives Matter. Now, Black Lives Matter is, is it's embraced by the mainstream. It's embraced by corporate America. Um, this, is, this is something that is not going away. This isn't a temporary thing. The reason why it's not going away is because the police are absolutely unaccountable for anything they do. The, but, the term qual- but that hasn't qual- changed. That hasn't changed. The yeah, but people just don't get sick of it. Yes. Qualified, you know, the, the concept of qualified immunity based on the Supreme Court ruled that right. the, the cops can be, are completely unaccountable for, for um, <laughs> anything they do. Now, I mean... The, the murder of Breonna Ta- Taylor in uh, Kentucky, a no-knock warrant. you got to get rid of that bullshit right there. No-knock warrants? What the hell is that? Right, so basically people are, are busting in your house and... yeah. You don't even you don't even know that they're police. You think they're just home invaders. Exactly. You try to defend yourself like, oh, oh, sorry. Oops, did we not mention that we were cops? Sorry, our bad. If 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 you don't know the the story of Breonna Taylor, she was a paramedic and she lived in Kentucky. Supposedly, her house or her boyfriend were suspected of some type of drug charge. So the cops decided to bust through the front door in the middle of the night. The boyfriend saw somebody breaking through his door and picked up a gun like almost every single member of the NRA says they will do if somebody comes running through their front door. He picked up a gun and he started firing. The cops returned fire, but the problem is in the process, they shot Breonna Taylor who was sleeping in her bed at the time. She was asleep and she was murdered. And then... uh um, absolutely no repercussions. Absolutely, you know. And finally, it, it takes it takes a nation of people in the streets to actually get the Minneapolis cops uh, charged or something. There, by, by the way, who knows? So much who knows if it, Who knows so if it'll, it, it, we don't know if it'll even stick, right? Because there have been cases going to trial before. Like for example, the other Minneapolis case with was it Philando Castillo? Just some like average, yes. you know. Good, good person who was pulled over at a traffic stop, and was shot. And then the, the officer was acquitted after the trial. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And the NRA was conspicuously silent. He was a licensed gun carrier, 
and they were conspicuously silent about his murder. And so, so we have basically police unaccountability in combination with, you know, all give or take four hundred years of, of of oppression of black people, and uh, hmm, you know, maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for change. Uh, but on t- on top of that, it's it's been an ever ever since nine eleven an ever increasingly militaristic uh, scaling of uh, police departments. I mean, just completely and totally. Uh, they're they small militias. They're not police. Okay, anymore. now now let me just point this out. So I find it's very odd how. Um, I, I don't quite understand how the people are in the streets protesting and the, the, the cops, to make their case of they're not so bad, their side of the argument is we're going to totally beat the hell in tear gas and rubber bullet um, protesters. Me, the media, everybody, that they have been, they have, and we're not going to sit here and say not all cops, so I'm not doing that. You know, it's like obviously not all cops. You know, there are good cops no, out just there. Just most, just most. No, yeah. like the ones who the ones who are um, um, out in the streets, um, like yes, square, scoring off against protesters. There's just this massive outpouring of force. Like you said, even even against the people who are out there, just as as journalists. Yeah. And I've, the 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 CNN journalist who was arrested live on the air. Did you see that one? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just other craziness, and so it's kind of, it's kind of. If if they're trying to convince us that they're not so bad, they're doing a shit poor job. Of, they're doing a shit poor job of it. So yeah, so um, just the absolute show of force. Um, the people that are they're injuring with tear gas and rubber bullets, and um, are these people? Are they doing this to people? I I don't think they're doing it just to people who are you know violating curfew, but just protesters who are out right no we we we're we're seeing more and more um instances of of not just violence from cops against protesters uh but but um racially charged uh videos coming to light like in north carolina three police officers talking about wiping black people off the face of the earth yeah uh, needing a second civil war uh we just uh had uh another uh group of of police officers that were Mocking uh, Elijah, I'm, I'm blanking on his last name. There's just so many names coming at me. Uh, the, the, they've reopened his case from I think it was 2016, where the kid very, from Aurora, Aurora yes, Aurora, Colorado, that, yeah, yeah, it just breaks my heart. The kid, yeah. it's uh, the suburban Denver. You read his last words, and it's just, and and when did we start authorizing giving ketamine to people? I. Worked at a vet for 15 years. I know exactly what ketamine is. It's special K, is what they call it when you're using it for recreational on the club scene. It is a very power set, powerful sedative. We use it to sedate animals for surgery. Why the hell are they giving pe- uh, people in custody ketamine? Elijah McClain. Yes. But... Uh... Three uh, several cops apparently mocked uh, the the chokehold that they used on Elijah McClain today uh, on video as well. Um, look, it's <laughs> there is a 
systemic rot in policing these days, uh, and it, it it needs to be addressed. Um, and let, let me tell you something. We we've we've touched on this before, and I'm going to bring it up again. I think it's a mistake for liberals to be anti-gun all the way. So what what percentage? I mean, there, there, first of all, it, it, I think we could start at something um, simple like assault weapons. Like, can we not um, get the ban on assault weapons back? Can we start? Is that is that a starting point? What I'm saying is. The Second Amendment is there to protect us from a tyrannical government. <laughs> Which the, is... And then sort of the, the counter-argument to that, it, that's ridiculous because the government has weapons way beyond our means and we're not going to... If the military decides to... Um, we don't... It's not the military I'm worried about. Or if the, the, or if the police forces... They basically the have police, weapons that'll... Police Paris, force is the tyrannical... Let me finish! Army. Let me finish! The, the police have... Weapons that are going to outgun us so by by such a giant factor, and then then then, oh, then okay, are we going to go against the military with their <laughs> you know amazing weapons against our you know what our ARs? The military well, with their fighter jets, attack helicopters, drones, artillery. I, I, um, I, 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 Again, we're not talking about necessarily the military. I think, one, I don't think we should necessarily give a hive mind to either cops or the military as as far as this goes. Um, But the other thing is, and maybe I'm being naive with this, I think the military and police have a very different mindset when it comes to violence against their own citizens. A very different mindset. For one thing, I find that the military is a much more diverse background. Uh, A a higher uh, portion coming from minority communities. And also, people in the military are there on a voluntary voluntary basis as, as a form of fighting for something more. Fight, fighting for something that... Uh, did I miss the police draft? I'm sorry. What? No, I, I'm not saying that police aren't there voluntary. But police are compensated very well in this country. Military are not. The pay scale for a soldier and the pay scale for a police officer are vastly different. So you're not going into the military for the money. But so, anyways... but the you're, point, going, you, the, you're, you're going into it as a form of service. Right, but the point you're trying to make is that the Second Amendment was there so we can fight a ter- off a tyrannical government. But okay, for, okay, so you're not worried about the military. Is that what you're saying? The military who has tanks and air power, even if everybody has an assault weapon, you're still not going to beat them. Okay, so what? Now you're saying that if everybody has an assault rifle, we're going to fight the police I, who still are basically militarized now. <laughs> I. I am very concerned about this country splitting into two. In a very violent way. If you don't think that there's a possibility of bloodshed coming in the next few months, uh, I think you're being naive. Like an actual civil war, or like I mean, like there was, there's been plenty of unrest. There are people forget about like all the domestic terrorism in like the 1960s and 70s. 
No, I know. I'm, I'm not talking about isolated pockets of domestic terrorism. Hey, we're having terrorism to this day. You know, uh, I'm sure we could go over the Boogaloo Boys and their and their uh, their their pockets of terrorism during these protests, including a uh, uh, killing of a police officer in Southern California, including uh, a plan to bomb uh, protesters in Arizona. Three members of the Boogaloo Boys were arrested for that. And if you don't know who the Boogaloo Boys are, they're a, a extreme right wing terrorist group. They are white oh, supremacists. I'll uh, see. I thought it was uh, some sort of new. Um, Fan club based upon the, the movie Break Into Electric Boogaloo. No, I see the, the 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 very ironic thing about this entire thing was Donald Trump wanting to call Antifa a domestic terrorist organization, when we have literally had a terrorist plot and a cop killed by a far right terrorist organization. No, well, don't try to make any sense out of it. Yeah, no. let's let's begin a Trump. So let's let's uh, do a quick recap of like the latest crazy news. Obviously. Uh, well, so we had the rally that fizzled, um, Supreme Court uh, decision with I was it on Monday that was hey we get to keep abortion for another month or two, uh, st- struck down the Louisiana um, anti-abortion law. Let's see the whole the big thing that's now is how is Trump is a traitor because he, months ago he was briefed about uh, the Russians. Putting, uh, paying the Afghani, paying but he the wasn't briefed. He says he wasn't briefed. I, uh, it's amazing. That's just more amaze, amazement. Okay, yeah, well, but the, the whole point was like um, the Russians paying Afghani's to kill American soldiers, and then um, Trump doing nothing about it, and then saying he didn't know anything about it, and then saying he wasn't briefed. So like, well, you know, how bad could it get? Either he was briefed and he wasn't paying attention, which is bad because he's asleep at the switch. Or he was brief and he didn't do anything about it because, as we know, he's a. Uh, I'm pretty sure eventually it's gonna come out that he's you know on the payroll where he's he's an asset of of Russia, <laughs> and so he's basically on Team Putin, Team Russia, and uh, and so he knew or he knew about it and did nothing. So and, and, that's and one, that's. And we are we are eagerly awaiting the Supreme Court's decision on his taxes probably this week. I'm assuming. I don't know. You, June's almost over here. This is the last day of June, but like, um, ho- hopefully, at least they'll ship the taxes off to Manhattan. Yeah, but uh, that's that's the Supreme Court's supposed to weigh in on that, and uh, we'll see if the newfound, I should say, maybe bipartisanship of John Roberts is something no. real, or if this now now. Now, now, um, look, we, we cannot deny that he has gone against the conservative grain on several big things. He has, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read about the actual abortion decision, but uh, my wife was um, pointing out to me that it seemed like, um, even though he ruled one way, he was basically saying that, hey... And I'm paraphrasing her, like, hey, if you want to actually do it, this is the right way to do it. Now come back when you get your shit straight. And that's sort of like yeah. how it, it's yeah, been with a couple different cases. It's right. been that way with, remember? With DACA, the, was, was, it wasn't that, it was the way that the Trump administration went about it that he objected to, not the actual sending back of DACA. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And, and also, and, there was the, there was a decision about the census. Remember how the Trump administration was trying to get the uh, was it the citizenship question, mm-hmm. and they the, uh, basically threw that out and said, "You did such a poor job, and just I I don't believe you in your arguments." But like, 
it, but it was so the, it's not. It was, it was the same thing with the ACA when he decided to say, "Well, no, it's a tax," and then the government is allowed to levy taxes. So, but that's a little bit different than saying, um, "Get your shit straight and come back, and we'll we'll revisit it." That's a little bit different than saying, "This is my decision." It's it's not because you made such horrible arguments because this is my, those are sort of two different things. Well, no, be, because the whole tax thing still left open for the Republicans to do what they're doing now, uh, which is, which is, is if you haven't paid attention, the Trump oh, administration, yeah, and I know you have, but the, the Trump administration is just submitted at midnight on Friday, the, the, uh, the, the form to repeal the ACA completely. The the idea is okay if the if the ACA so they gutted they gutted the mandate exactly they passed a law that gutted the mandate they gutted the penalty. There's no more exactly. How can you have a tax without the the, the penalty being mandated? So so yeah. So basically, the, there's no penalty more for not getting bomb care. And so now now that that penalty is gone, they, they're trying to say that without the the mandate, it let's just invalidate the whole thing. So yeah, one thing after another. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that kind of covers current events. That's since like what the past week or so. Oh. But just, and then the latest thing is like there was some story from the Washington Post by Carl Bernstein that basically said people, the people around Trump in the White House are basically afraid that, that he's completely jeopardizing our nation or national security by his incompetence. That was just like yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. Well, that's been that's been a, a consistent theme through the last three and a half years. So, but uh, it's really bad now because it's actually affecting Americans with this whole uh, mishandling of the pandemic. It's actually affecting the average American. Like, I'm I'm sorry, but like that's what it takes. Like, if people, if things happen in Washington, that faraway place, and it doesn't affect them, they don't give a shit. But when it starts to hit home, maybe they should pay attention. You know, oh, maybe I shouldn't have voted for the guy who's never held a single. Spent a single day in a public office, not a single day. Never been a day as a fucking dog catcher in a in a town, you know. Mm-hmm. Not a single day as an elected official. Completely inexperienced. He's had plenty of experience at uh, running um, failed business after failed business after failed business. Well, if you buy the lie that people voted for him because they wanted him to shake up the system, it shook. Uh, then the fact that he didn't have an experience was was good for that. And it's not the first time we almost elected somebody that didn't have experience, or somebody who didn't have experience uh, made big waves on the presidential stage. We had Ross Perot in the 90s. so um, we, didn't, we didn't elect him, though. No, but he, he made a difference. He, he shook it up. He cost, oh, uh, uh, he cost Bush that election. So, But you know, you know the difference between him... And and Trump is that Ross Perot was actually a billionaire. This is true. <laughs> he and actually he made a company. He made a software company that he sold. I can't remember he sold. So he sold it to some very large company and made a shitload of money. He actually built a very successful business and then sold it for a billion fucking dollars. Yeah. So Ross Perot was I, actually a successful businessman. And I don't think he was batshit crazy. <laughs> I don't. I, I I was never a big Perot fan, but I don't think he was batshit crazy. Um, so what else? So any more current events? We sort of morphed into our lightning round, but like, there's just been so much shit. Just, just it's just. Uh, do you ever feel this like over inundated with stuff, and you just can't keep it straight anymore? Uh, sometimes in my personal life, and it is Pride Month, so hey, if I'm not going to keep it straight, what, what a better time to do it than what a better time to do it than Pride Month? 
<laughs> hey, what happens in Pride Month stays in Pride Month. Uh, you spent 40 plus years getting turned down by the opposite sex. Now I guess it's your time to get turned down by the same sex. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I want to be I want to be an equal opportunity uh, uh deny not what's what deny e? I don't know what the right <laughs> Yes. A swing and a miss. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I find it so hard to to keep up with things. It's it's like it's Every day is a lightning round these days. And, like, how do you even uh, keep things ooh. straight? Every day is a lightning round. Every day is a lightning round. Every day is a lightning round. Well, anyway, so, like, what else? I mean, we have a bunch of... I don't know, you want, you want to talk about... So we we have they have a big in-memoriam to cover, and then I have a couple funny oh stories. God. So let's... What, what, what? I know, the in-memoriam. I'm thinking about that now. It's just like there's so many people we lost. <laughs> you know, just today, we lost Carl Reiner just oh, this that's, morning. Oh, my God. Carl Reiner is, is a genius, a comedic genius. Oh. He was so young. Oh, he was so young at 98. Only 98 years old, so. No. Why couldn't he have 100 years? Yes, I know. But, I, just, uh, I think just a week after his best friend's birthday, didn't uh, Mel Brooks just turn like ninety four this past? Yeah, year? and so, so. I, f- I fear that we're going to lose Mel soon because they were they were besties and like yeah. Uh, and uh, you know you got guys like Norman Lear who was a good friend with him as well, and he's well into his nineties. There's a lot of comedic geniuses in their nineties right now that just uh, we're gonna we're gonna lose here soon. And that's... but uh, so you want to do an in memoriam lightning round? There's so many. I have my yeah. list in front of me. Yes. Well, you you started with Carl Reiner, so. Um, let me go with a big one for South Florida uh, football fans, Don Shula. I'm sorry. I think that should be a big one. Because I think it, it should be a – it's not just a South Florida thing because he was the winning most coach, coach most in the history winning, yeah. of the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's and all, you not know just what? a Florida thing. And, and he didn't have to cheat to do it, so. Or at least if he did, he didn't get caught. That means he was much better at it. <laughs> Jesus! If you cheat, don't get caught. That's that's the lesson to learn, really. Uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback this one on to Don Chula because it's very related. Also, Jim Kick, the uh, running back for the Dolphins during those Super Bowls uh, in the '70s, uh, wow. passed away as well. So, let's see who else. Um, so let's talk about some giants that died. Little Richard died. Little Richard, uh, yeah, he was he was fantastic. Well, you know, like there's like basically two names that always come up when you talk about like basically who created rock and roll. It was um, Chuck Berry and Little Richard. Little right? Richard, yes, yes, absolutely. They basically created this thing we call rock and roll. Mm, yeah, uh, in, in Holmes, in Holmes. Yep. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. From the Hobbit and from uh, or from Lord of the Rings, from Alien. Uh-huh. Uh, just a very very fine actor. Oh, he was in so many things. Yeah, in yes. Holmes was great. Yes. Um, let's see. Another big one. How about, uh, I don't know, maybe Jerry Stiller. Is that a big one? Yeah, that's a big one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Seinfeld, King of Queens, obviously the father of Ben Stiller. Uh, also, he was he was in the 60s. Him, him and his wife were a comedy team. Oh, yeah. Stiller and Mara. I, absolutely. A little bit before yeah. my time, but... Um, my too. Yeah. Um, Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. Director... Yep. Director Joel Schumacher, uh, The Lost Boys, Flatliners, um, the not you very good had, Batman I movies. No, I, I had no idea that he directed The Incredible Shrinking Woman. I didn't know that either, huh? Yeah, do you remember that one? Uh, that was Lily Tomlin, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did not know that. Okay. Interesting. I'm looking up right now just to verify. But 
because Kevin Smith tweeted about it. Uh, directed by Joel Schumacher. Huh. Yeah, that was his theatrical debut. Wow, I remember that movie. I, I used to, I probably loved the shit out of that movie. It's such a, it's such a weird movie too, which is why I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, who else? Uh, I got so many. I mean, Brian Dennehy he just died. That's right. That's right. Uh, trying to think who else. Uh, oh, I have a list in front of me. I can't remember if it was before, because uh, we didn't do it in a memoriam last time, but Max von Sydow died. That's, yeah. That, so, yeah, he wasn't, he was not in our uh, memoriam. No, we didn't do one last podcast, did we? No. Oh, um, Ming the Merciless and Flash Gordon. He's, he was in so many things. I mean, God. Yeah, he was uh, last seen in The Force Awakens, so... That's right. He was in The Force Awakens. He was in uh, Minority Report. Just so many, so many things. Oh, um, uh, Ken, Ken Osmond, also known as Eddie Haskell on Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, that's right. Eddie Haskell died. Uh, Roy Horn, half of uh, Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Fred Willard, comedian Fred Willard. Yep. Best in show. So many things. He's just been everywhere. A little bit more obscure. A little bit more obscure. Sam Lloyd. You know Sam Lloyd? Uh, no. Go ahead and enlighten me. Who's Sam Lloyd? Uh, besides being the nephew of Christopher Lloyd, he was Ted from Scrubs. Oh, that's right. That is right. I did see that. Oh, he was he was the nephew of Christopher Lloyd? That I did not know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Neil Peart. Matt, that's a, in the music world. Another another giant th- in the music world. I thought we covered Neil Peart. We, we might have. We might have. I, I can't keep things straight. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did we cover Kenny Rogers? Because he was a giant. I don't think we did cover Kenny Rogers. That's one we should cover. Absolutely. He was a giant in the music world. Not oh, maybe in the past 20 years. but Yeah. He, he was even a movie star in the 80s. I, no, the movies weren't very good. But they kept putting him in things like Six Pack and uh, yeah. Gambler and all kinds of things in the, uh, in the 80s. 80s kids probably saw a Kenny Rogers movie somewhere along the way. Yeah. How about... Uh, let's see... That's it. That's all. Actually, that's all. That's that's a lot of people. That's, but uh, that's on my list. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty good list. Yeah. I mean, it's not a good list. Nobody wants to be on this list. But uh, you know, I think we there was we, there was one other that the the was Schlesinger, the guy from Fountains of Wayne that I wasn't really uh yeah familiar we, with. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple of musicians that passed away. I think the lead vocalist of Sweet passed away. Um. Uh, I, uh, not Bruce Kulick, but his bro- Bob Kulick, who played with Kiss, he passed away. Bob uh, Kulick. Bob Kulick, yeah, he played with Kiss as well. Bruce Kulick did his, uh, his brother. Away. His yeah. his brother. Yeah, I think they both passed away. So. No wait, I didn't hear about Bruce Kulick I, passing away. I think Bruce Kulick passed away a few years ago. No, I might be, maybe I'm wrong. I know You're Eric. Wrong. I know Eric Carr did. He passed away in 1991. Yeah. I know. Bruce Kulik, alive and well. Okay. So Bruce Kulik is still alive. Bob Bob Kulik? Bob Kulik, yep. Who the fuck is Bob Kulik? (laughs) Bruce Kulik. Oh, he's the brother of the late guitarist Bob Kulik, who just passed away in May 28th. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like a month ago. I didn't, but yeah, no, Bruce Kulick. So we saw him at concert. He was well. The one time I saw Kiss in 1990, yeah, it was with uh, Bruce Kulick and Eric Carr. Yep, yep. Oh, here's one for you, Danny Goldman. Danny Goldman, who is he? He was young Frankenstein actor and the voice of Brainy Smurf. Huh. Yes. 
Yes. Uh, what did he do in Young Frankenstein? I don't know. Oh, uh, I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. Um, let's see. So what else? What else is going on? Besides, like, you know, 27 news stories every day, it's still the two. It seems like the George Floyd unrest has settled down a bit. I mean, are there still protests going on? Uh, I believe so, yes, but I don't think they're quite as as prevalent. I, I but like it depends on where you're at. I, like, Seattle has still got protests going on all the time, so. Well, they have, like, the, like, protest. They have, like, the government-free zone now. Yeah, that's... That's a little. Oh, I've got one last one for the for the for the uh, uh-huh. in memoriam. Since we're so political on here, Linda Tripp. Really passed away. Yes, the worst best friend in the history of the world. Yeah, Linda are they Tripp. gonna are they gonna bury her in a blue dress? Uh, I, you know, I I don't understand how you do that to somebody. You know how you do that to a friend. You know, we can we can talk about, you know, whether Mon- Monica Lisky was was in the wrong. I mean, she knew he was a married man. It was it was wrong of her to sleep, even though she was much younger and much more uh, in a in a bad position of power. There, that is, you know, of all the things we talk about with Clinton, that's an abuse of his power to to, to put a young woman through that at that time. But oh, yeah. but to be her friend. And basically ruin her life like that. I mean, infidelity is wrong, but it shouldn't cause someone to be a global pariah for decades afterwards. And uh, and that's what exactly happened to Monica Lewinsky. So, you know, I'm not I'm not really gonna think too fondly of Linda Tripp. Sorry. Yeah. So uh, fond farewell, or just a farewell to Linda Tripp. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I haven't really caught the news today. Other than Carl Reiner, Reiner died, uh, floor, you know, COVID's going crazy. Oh, here's one for you. Um, this I, I saw this pop up in the news today. Scientists in China have identified another potential uh, uh, virus f- for the next pandemic. Isn't that good news? Have you seen that one? I did. It's uh, it's related to swine flu this time, isn't it? I saw something. About they found that. yeah. They found another virus in pigs that could, they say if it could probably easily mutate and cause the next pandemic. And I'm like, is it possible we could have two simultaneous pandemics? I mean, it is 2020. Jesus Christ. Oh, I'm not ready for it. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. We're not even doing this one right. So everybody's gonna have to stay 12 feet away from each other. Can you imagine just what would happen to this country if this pandemic that we had now had a 5% fatality rate? Well, let's see. Would we be in a civil uh, war right now? Because of the... Hor- no, I mean, what was the fatality rate in uh, in 1918? Was it the Spanish flu? Uh, Yeah, that was the Spanish flu, 1918. Uh, the fatality rate... I can't recall. But I somehow think, at least mentally, we're worse prepared for it than we were even in 1918. Um, I mean, on the other hand, the technology is much better. Uh, yeah. the, the internet sure sure is, is damn fine. 
Medicine has made improvements for sure. Uh, I mean, obviously, the fact that if they're talking about they can maybe knock out a vaccine within a year, all the the great advances in genetic engineering and you know biological research. Yeah, um, I mean that's great, but like at the same time, um, it's, it seems like people are not really they're not really um, sharing the the whole can do attitude, the whole go team kind of thing is gone. Mm-hmm. It's just the selfishness. It's just crazy. Like, what's the big deal? Like, like wearing wear a mask. I mean, really, is it bad, bad to wear a mask? It's it's part of the culture war. It's not part. Of, it somehow has become politicized. I don't get it. Well, it's become politicized because of the the message from the top. That doesn't. That's help. why. Yeah, that does not help. But half the time, sometimes I don't know if they're drawing from him or he's drawing from them. It's uh, it's a symbiotic, no, a, a codependent relationship. Yeah, you know? I, I, I believe so. But like, but like Pence finally has started wearing a mask, you know, and so and actually, you know what? Even Mitch McConnell was on TV the other day saying, you know what, you should wear a mask. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just gonna take, it's gonna take a lot of deaths for, for people to change their minds. But uh, I don't know, just gotta hunker down, man. Just don't, just hope, uh, hope, uh, old man, old man Joe will get us out of this funk, you know. Oh God, I hope so. I'm not. Uh, I I can't say that I'm very enthused about uh, Joe Biden, really. But it's not. It's not about being enthused about Joe Biden. It's about. I know. I want some boring, boring, uh, competent leadership. That's what I want. Yeah, uh, that that would be nice. That would be nice. Competent leadership, for sure. Um, I, I, I really hope he's cured of his need for bipartisanship, though. Um, because <sighs> there's no working with this other side. No. At all. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting any day now for the death of the Republican Party. Any day now. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? You want to do something lighter? I don't know. I can't think of any more current events. There's just been so many. Can you think of any more scandals that have happened in the three months? Um, uh, past three months? <laughs> no. I, 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 like I said, every day is a lightning round. I, I can't even comprehend what's going on anymore. I really can't. It's. Did we talk about the U.S. Navy uh, officially um, acknowledging the, the UFO videos? That were released a couple years ago. I don't think we ever talked about it, but I remember that story. Um, I, I, out of all the craziness that 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 goes along, and, and this, and we we finally have, and to me this is big. Not the video. I mean, we've seen the video. The video is old. It's not something that was just released. But the very fact that the United States Navy acknowledges the veracity of the video and says, we don't know what the fuck it is either, that's kind of big. That's a big deal. Normally, in any other normal year, that would be like front page news. And now it's like, did we even talk about it? Yeah, but what, is it, what does it mean exactly? It's not that they're saying they were aliens, it's that we don't know what it was. It, now, could it, it, could it have been a spy plane, or was it too violating the laws of physics too much to be anything from this world? 
I obviously there's got to be an explanation, and I don't know what it is. I don't always go to the most outlandish explanation first that it was UFOs and aliens are visiting us. Uh, although I do leave that as a open possibility. Um, it could be a spy plane. It could be uh, some type of homemade hovercraft that. I just now so homemade hovercrafts don't violate the laws of physics, Darren. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, it, when you have aircrafts pulling like forty Gs, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, if it something violated the laws of physics, correct? Is that what we're saying here? Usually, when you see the UFO videos, it's because all of a sudden they take off and they do maneuvers that are so crazy. It's because they're essentially. Um, you know, based upon speculation that these these aircrafts are using some sign of some kind of gravitational propulsion, but gra- uh, you know, space and time are intertwined, and basically, like from their perspective, they're probably just like flying along at normal. The, re- the the reason why it looks like they're doing these crazy maneuvers, where like they're accelerating. You know, in ways that the you know would destroy the human body is because time, essentially, the passage of time is different. Right. So like, so like they're they're essentially like you know manipulating gravity to like, um, so from our perspective, it's it's it's, it's these crazy maneuvers, but the passage of time is probably normal for them. And if you think I'm being crazy about, do you now do you think I'm being crazy when I talk about like the different passages of time? What is no, your f- no. I I I there's there's. Some scientific theory about that, so there's it's not it's not insane. Yes, it's, not, it's called it's, not, it's, it's called. Yes, it came out in ni- yeah. yeah, it came out in 1905. It's called special relativity in yeah. 1915 general relativity, where you know a, a guy we might have heard of um, basically pointed out that, t- that the passage of time is not constant, and um, and like for example, the movie as an example would be like the movie uh, was it the Nolan movie um, uh, Interstellar. Like for example, when that one scene towards halfway through the movie, when the Anne Hathaway and company went. Ah, uh, don't tell me! I've never seen I've never seen Interstellar, so don't ruin it for me. Seriously? Yeah. No. Oh my! Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. I haven't seen it. Oh my god! I think. Anyways, but the point they he greatly he did a great job of illustrating how with rel, you know relativity and um, the passage of time is different. I understand so, that the spoiler for, moratorium has probably passed on Interstellar, but I have not seen it. So, okay, I mean it's not really giving away too much. It's the idea that they went to this planet that was near a black, uh, like a massive mm-hmm. star, and from their perspective, they were gone like a short period of time. But when they got back, everybody's much older. Yeah, 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 that, exactly. They, they've they've even it. talked about having twins, and you know, sending one into space and one staying at home, and how the twin would probably age like. 50 years and the amount of time it took you know, somebody to go from here to there or whatever. So yeah, no, yeah. I, the, 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 the faster you go to the speed of light and time is relative, but that's, that's an understandable I mean, concept. Just, just the bottom line is that the, the passage of time is not a constant thing. It, exactly. It varies right. depending right. on um, basically your speed or your influence of gravity, your, how yeah. you're being influenced by gravity. Yeah. But uh, so like that's why maybe one of these weird uh, so we're, we're getting off into like like interesting topic but like maybe that's how these UFOs do it is that they're basically in their own sort of envelope of space time and again from our perspective they're going like these crazy distances making these crazy maneuvers but not necessarily from their perspective. 
but uh, that sounds like pretty cool. And again, it's not as far fetched as you think. It's just just because we don't know how to do it, you know. But right. give us another couple hundred years, and but we've already laid this the scientific foundation for yeah. Yeah. So my my idea is, and I think if anybody knows the two of us, they know that I'm not the one that's a conspiracy theory guy. I'm not the one that had. 50 volumes of Time Life's Mysteries of the Unknown delivered <laughs> to his house in high school. That would have been you. That, that's not really mm-hmm. my wheelhouse, so to speak. But sometimes I get the feeling like, so we saw the story about the UFO, and then we saw another story just in the past couple of weeks that scientists, using a mathematical formula, calculated there could be as many as 35 planets within our within our uh, galaxy that that house life. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that story or not. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm I'm kind of watching these things come out, and and maybe I'm just so on edge with everything else going on that I'm willing to lend more credence to more uh. extraordinary things than I normally am. But. Do you ever get the feeling like maybe they're trying to slow walk us to something? Um, I've always felt that if there is proof of, if there is contact with uh, extraterrestrial life, it's not going to just be dropped on the front page the next day. You know, it's not going to be there for CNN and Fox News to spew about incessantly for 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I've always felt it was going to be a slow walk by people in the know to get us prepped for it. So then what's the next thing? Yeah, I mean, I would, I don't disagree. Because, you know, um, what, so what, what, is the, what is the next thing? So remember, remember like, uh, <clears throat> no, I totally agree. Because like, remember in the 90s when we found, the, like we found a, a meteorite that came from Mars and there was this debate about whether there was life on Mars from this meteorite and it's like okay it was bacteria life and it was it was it was like really old was it hundreds was it thousands of years it was like it was a really old rock and so it's like okay there was life on mars there was bacterial life on mars ten thousand years ago like that's like the first step right um i think if 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 you're dealing with an advanced civilization you start off by showing the fuzzy videos and then acknowledging them for what they are being authentic I think that's a good step. I think you start having the scientific community talk about more and more, uh, more increasing, increasingly more and, and, and more with more certainty that uh, the possibility of life exists outside of our, our planet. Um, also, also, pop, also, pop culture has introduced it, and so it's become more accepted because think about how pop, Star Wars, Star Trek. Oh yeah, something. that that's been going that's been going on forever. That's been going on since Flash Gordon, but. Um, but I, you also, I think you start doing things, if, you know, maybe we start acknowledging we're getting some type of ping back. You know, we, we start playing sounds. We receive these transmissions, and it just, it's very garbled, or it sounds, you know, what could be like anything, but it sounds like there's more form or structure to it than just noise. You know what I'm saying? I would go the contact route and say we received a signal. So it's like, oh, they're not invading us, but we received a signal that came... That can't. It, I know. I think uh, I would. I would. I think I would slow walk it to a signal. I say we received something. We're studying it to find out what it is, 
And then it's from you know ten ten thousand light years, meaning that yeah. it was sent ten thousand years ago. Right. Right. And it's a signal. It's some sort of signal that proves that an intelligent being sent yeah. it. You know, like a, a very particular pattern, like some sort of code. Like, oh, look! The, the ten thousand years ago, some sentient life form had the ability to send a radio signal from wherever. You know, yeah. Uranus. Anyways, right. um, yeah, had, couldn't couldn't let a, an ass joke goodbye, but. Um, we always gotta get a good ass joke in there somewhere. So, <laughs> but like, to me, it's a non-issue. I don't really pay t- cl- close attention to things like, oh, the Navy released UFO footage because, like, I'm like way beyond. Like, it. I mean, like, I have no doubt that, that there's intelligent life. I'm like way beyond that. Like, give me a break. Like, it, like you know, like it's just too arrogant no, to say that we're the only life. I, I understand. I understand what you're saying, and I'm not saying that the Navy acknowledging it makes life on another planet more possible or less possible. I mean, it doesn't do anything for that. But what it does, to me, is is it gives an authority behind the idea of it that didn't exist before. And that authority means something. That that's... How about this? How about I will pay it close attention, closer attention to it if, in fact, the Space Force tells me that there's aliens, because there's nothing of higher authority than the Space Force. That was also something within the past couple of months. There is officially a goddamn Space Force. Did you hear... I haven't followed up with it. Did you hear that the United States government might lose the the, the name Space Force? No, is this a joke? No, this is not a joke. Because no. when they announced the Space Force... Netflix went ahead and decided to do the Steve Carell show, Space Force. And they, they trademarked it? They trademarked it. The government did not. Do you have to trademark the space? Do does the government have a trademark for Air Force? I don't know. But what last I heard is they might not be able to call it Space Force, depending on how it goes. That's kind of funny. That's yeah, but they have all the, the weapons, and Netflix doesn't, so... Space Force. Ah, oh, man. I actually, uh, I used to work for the Space, what what became the Space Force. Back back my, my days out of college, I worked for a particular, uh, just, it was just a part, of, I was just like a, an IT person for the Air Force. If you but, told uh, us, you'd have to th- kill us, we know. No, no, not really, because it's not interesting at all. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but that, that particular group that I work for is now part of the Space Force. So you could say I used to work for the Space Force. There you go. The 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 forefathers, the 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 evolutionary tree that spawned the Space yes. Force. So. It's called the Air Force. It yes. was a part of the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Just a computer programmer for a, a company that, you know, worked for the Air Force. But anyways, um why don't we transition to your funny stories? Because it's it's running late for us, and I am just inundated yeah. with 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 news stories. So get get us some get us some haha. Okay, I will try. I'm gonna start with a small one and work our way to the big one. I don't, have we had have we had a good meander? Do we get a good meander? We can think we. I feel like this meander. entire podcast has been a good meander. So <laughs> it's it's kind of a good meander. It's just kind of depressing, angry, and depressing, and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a very, first of all, I'll start with a very small story, which is uh, the other day, we're having dinner, and lately, 
uh, having trouble with my eldest daughter eating dinner. She's become picky. I mean, the normal thing, she doesn't like the vegetables. She doesn't like this. She doesn't like that, whatever. And so I can't remember what we were eating. We were eating some weird pasta with vegetable dish, maybe. I don't know. And um, she wasn't eating it. So that's not the funny. That's not the out of the ordinary thing. It's my, my wife's reaction to it. She said, that's it. You know what? If you don't eat that, you're going to have, if you don't clear your plate, I'm going to save that and you're going to have that for breakfast. Now, well, how would you react to that? Uh, as, as a child or as an adult? No. Well, what's just, what, what was your, what's your first impression of that? Because I'll tell you what I said. But I just want to get your, uh, your, your opinion. What is your first gut reaction to that? Uh, that's a very, like, old school punishment from, like, you know, like something like our grandparents would have said. <laughs> my, what I said to my wife is I walked over to the kitchen, I whispered, I said, are you going on Mommy Dearest on our child? <laughs> now, for those of you who have, first of all, I was impressed that my wife had actually seen the movie because there's an age difference. Between this, but the, it was a movie from the early 80s. It was supposedly a, a biography of, of Joan Crawford. And there's yes. this one scene where her adopted daughter, she feeds her rare... I don't know if it was roast beef or steak or whatever, and she wouldn't eat it. And so she kept serving her the same meal, the same piece of rancid meat over and over and over again. And so I said that to my wife, and my wife did not like that I pointed out that she was going on mommy dearest. <laughs> and then I went to my daughter and I said, honey, do me a favor. Can you say something for me? Can you say, I love you, mommy dearest? Oh, you're a bastard. <laughs> and... Uh, my yeah. Anyway, so I I just like kept going with the jokes and jokes, and I was like, "Are we having rare roast beef for dinner tomorrow, honey?" Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that was just a little haha. But like, just sort of a movie reference. But like, you know, just go see the movie. It's going to be on our face. Facebook no more page. wire mommy hangers, dears. mommy. No more wire hangers. Exactly. Um. So let's see. And so let me let me bring you to like the slightly bigger story, which was so I did a teaser earlier about how uh, working on a home improvement project. So we had a bad storm the past probably a couple of weeks ago. It was the damnedest thing is that because we hadn't we hadn't seen this before. Maybe it's just like the exact set of circumstances hadn't happened, but like water started leaking in from the top of our sliding glass door but not the actual sliding glass door like there's a sort of like a it was almost like the wood that was on like the frame of like, the sliding glass door and wood like the trellis uh, itself wa- like a, that that slides on or it's actually it's like this piece that comes out a little bit farther i can't quite oh. explain it but like okay you could call it part of the whole sliding glass door fixture if you will right and so water water started to leak, like, re- like really leak from it. And, like, I think it was because of, it was such a weird storm and, like, the wind was blowing sideways and it was really raining. Like, I'd ne- we, we've been here, like, for a few years. We've never seen that before. I think it was just, like, a freak storm and just happened to be blowing the water the, the wrong way. Anyway, so I was like, okay. And I, a couple of days later, I went out and I took a look and you could see there was kind of a crack. Well, like, basically, the, there was, like, a hole in the seal. There was, like, a crack all the way across the top where, like, a great place for water to come in, right? I'm like, okay, so next step, how are we going to do it? Are we going to hire somebody or are we going to do it ourselves? And, like, we're not really handy. So, like, the first question is, like, we got we got a handyman, like uh, uh, a guy that we've we've hired to do, like, caulking and stuff. Because, like, you know, you leave things to professionals, right? <laughs> but uh, so we had the guy come over and he's like, well, I can do it for you, but I got a minimum charge of 100 bucks. Maybe you guys want to, like, 
do it yourself. Just go to, because he was basically saying that like I don't want to overcharge you, and you could probably do it yourself for ten bucks. What you know, right? Like an honest guy. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't know. We want to try to conquer this thing, and so we tried to conquer this thing. Okay, so you know, I'm not I'm not venturing out a lot, um, and so my my wife usually is the one that does all the grocery shopping, and so mm-hmm. like ventured out, put my mask on. Um, you know, everybody's it, the numbers here are dropping, right? And there's good social distancing, good mask. Okay, so you know, with with trepidation, I went to Lowe's on Saturday to pick up the things, pick up the pick up the cock, pick up the little cocking gun, and a couple other things. And there's no easy way to say that word. Without <laughs> that's the funny thing is part as part of this whole process, there was just endless cock jokes. Talking about playing with the cock, fingering the cock, putting the. You want to play with the cock? You want to use the. You want to hold the cock? I'll hold the cock. You know. Yeah. It was just. It was endless amusement making cock jokes. Yes. That's a. That's a given. You know that's going to happen with me. But. Uh, uh now so I went to Lowe's and I sort of discovered by accident. So like you, you know like with you're supposed to wear a mask but you're also supposed to not touch your face. Because part part of the way you can affect yourself is like if you get stuff on your hands, you touch your face. And I accidentally protected myself because while very quickly when I was in the store and I started messing around with the cock, uh, you know, trying to choose the right cock and the right cocking gun, I actually got grease all over my hands. Now, normally I'm a fool who is constantly touching their face. Mm. Like everything itches and I'm constantly touching my face. And I realized that it was the perfect solution because I'm also very cognizant about having dirty hands. I hate like dirty hands. Because I'm constantly touching my face. And so I had my hands covered in grease, and there was no way in hell I was going to touch my face. And so I basically stumbled upon the perfect solution, is that when you're out and you're trying to protect yourself from the pandemic, just put fucking grease on your hand. <laughs> and you'll be like, I can't touch my face because there's grease on my hand. You'll get, of course, you'll get grease on everything else in your, your clothes and your car keys. But yeah, like, it was like, but- this is perfect. This is like my stumbling into the way of not getting COVID. It's like I have grease all over my hands, and there's no way I'm going to touch my face. What if we just put a giant Elizabethan collar around your head, like we do dogs <laughs> when they get sur- when they have surgery? Yeah, I guess, but like <laughs> <laughs> that would make it a little more difficult to like like you see my phone. I have to hold my phone <laughs> up above my head to see. I don't know. Well, I guess not because like when I'm in the store, there there's rules we follow, like. I'm like I was like the prep guy for my wife going shopping. I'm like we never we you we never take out our phone and use it. Anytime we go somewhere, we go old school. We print out, print or write out a list, and we use that piece of paper. We do not take out or touch our phones in the store anytime. Yeah, because I we don't want I take a paper list as well. I don't. Yeah, it's, I don't understand that. So we we go old school. We go paper like. I even like took my credit card out of my wallet and ah. put it in my other pocket. That way, I didn't have to touch my wallet. So, like, I have like a pocket with a list and a credit card, and that's it. I'm not touching anything. Okay. I'm not. I got grease over my hands. Like, that's it. Anyway. Uh, speaking of phones, have you ever like laid in bed late at night, right before you go to bed, and like been looking at your phone? Yeah, pretty much every night. Like, have you been laying on your back and have the phone, like, above your head, above your face while you're looking at it? Not usually, because my arms get tired. Okay. Why? Have you ever, Have like, you ever, like, done that and nodded, nodded off and, like, you bash yourself in the face? That's exactly where I'm going with this, because I've done that before. <laughs> oh, yeah. Drop the phone on my face. Ah, god damn it. <laughs> no more than once a week. No, yeah, no, okay. Just 
Just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, that's never happened to me either. That's never happened. Never. So. Okay, so let's proceed. So, phase two. Now we have the materials. We're going to go outside. And after you have the materials, phase two is like, okay, I have the caulk, and I have the caulking gun. But, like, what the hell do I do? What's the proper way? And so... Is it, is it, a, like lo- I've done, is it a large caulk? It, average, it's average size caulk. It's average size gun, you know, it's average caulk. Average size caulk? Okay. You don't need like, a giant amount of caulk. Just an it's, average amount of caulk. It's, it's using the caulk effectively that, that, that makes it work. It's effective use of It's not the of size of the caulk. It's the way you apply it. The exactly. style and skill in which you apply the caulk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. You just got to make sure you fill the holes. That's it. <laughs> Um, I I try to fill to fill as many holes as I possibly can in my <laughs> lifetime. You know, sadly it has not been a lot, but you know, <laughs> hence your Pride Month uh, revelation. <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's see. And so the pro so the problem is is that some handy some random handyman has said you guys could do it yourself. I'm like I don't know how the fuck to do this. So what would you do? Again, this is a quiz. This is an interactive story. So again, so you, let's say I don't know. Let me ask you this: Do you, do you know how to caulk? I know how to caulk. Yes. I, okay. I, I, I'll tell. I'll tell you what I do, because I, being a homeowner, have to tackle many home projects myself uh-huh. as well. Yeah. Because of limited funds, um, it's YouTube. <laughs> I look at oh, YouTube man. for everything. Hit the nail on the head, buddy. That's so, it. YouTube. The fir- so like I learned how to carve a, a chicken, a turkey, and and a, and a chicken from YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you're you're exactly right. That was the first thing. I was like, I don't know how to do this. Okay, go to YouTube. And so I wa- mm-hmm. my wife's like, well, why don't you watch a do? Uh, I watched a YouTube video. Did you watch a YouTube video? I was like, yeah, I'll go watch a YouTube video. Okay, so my wife and I both watch YouTube videos. Now here's the problem, is that we discovered very early on that. We watched different YouTube videos and we got conflicting advice because <laughs> that was. I was like, okay, well, first thing, we, first thing we have to do is we got to cut the tip off the cock. Oh, it's a J- Jewish cock. <laughs> first thing you have to do is you have to you have to you know cut the tip. I was like, my guy, why my? She's like, yeah, you got to cut it at a forty-five degree angle. And I said, no, no, my my guy on YouTube said you got to cut it straight. Don't cut it at forty-five degree angle. So like basically, we had like. Competing YouTube guys giving us conflicting advice, <laughs> uh, and then there was something else. And she's like, "Okay, and you go out there, and then you put it, and like you do the line, and then you like you wet your finger, and then like you put your wet finger." I was like, "No, no, my guy says you're not supposed to wet your finger and run it down." It's like, ah. <laughs> so we we watched we we had our our YouTube guys like fighting against each other, basically. That's awesome. <laughs> okay. I, I know, right? Like over and over, like we kept we had like conflicting advice. So like I I don't know. Like I trusted my YouTube guy. She trusted her YouTube. It's guy. the sharks and, and the jets of caulking, <laughs> basically. And so we both went out there. We both did like we both did half of it, and uh, we, we we both with emphasis on half as in half ass, you know. Mm-hmm. So like I sort of did half, I think well and half poorly, and she went out and like did half as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, worked upon worked on our communication skills because like, like she, my wife doesn't like to use nouns, and so like we're trying like one person's on the ladder, the step ladder, one person's not, and we're like trying to work together, 
And she's like, I need the thing. I'm like, can we just like agree upon some simple nouns? You have the gun, the ta- you know, the, meaning the caulking gun, the towel, meaning the paper towel. You got, we had a tool. Oh, by the way, as, as a genius, I was like, because like, I've done things like, um, not not putty, but like, I've done like, was it spackle? I've done spackling. Or I'm like, so I, I was at Lowe's. I'm like, I'll get one of these tools. So I, I, I figure if we're doing with caulking or like, applying things you're gonna want to have one of these like weird plastic tools so like kind of scrape or you know like form fit it you know mm-hmm. so okay so we had like the tool like the little plastic tool it's like look you, ha- you got the tool you got the towel you got the gun it's like look this is this is our dictionary can you just can we agree on these four fucking one- monosyllabic words like what do you need i need the towel i need the gun i need the tool I need the, you know I'm like can you hand me the thing or the other thing i was like Anyway, so working on our marriage, our communication skills, if you will. <laughs> Nothing like home improvement projects to help with that, let me tell you. Uh, anyway, so between the two of us, I think we get a decent job, let it dry, whatever. So nice, all caulked and sealed. And it doesn't have to be... Pr- so, like, the good thing is, we don't have to worry about losing your security deposit, because, you know, it's our house. Um, so, like, we do a shitty job. The worst thing is, we'll have to hire somebody to fix it if we sell the house, right? But the goal is to get, like, to get water prevent water from leaking in but like anyway so that was our, our adventures and playing with cock i'm laughing you know why i'm laughing why because it, it 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 was bound to happen but it finally happened we have morphed into the mike myers character middle-aged man from saturday night live oh. talking about home improvement projects for the last 10 minutes oh i love middle-aged man he's middle-aged man it's <laughs> like what are you looking at you're looking at my gut I'm working on it. I'm working on it. This is harder because I'm middle-aged man. This and is my father, you know, old man. And this is his father, dead man. <laughs> and Chris Farley as drinking buddy. <laughs> oh, man. Another classic. Another classic. And uh, what else? He's like, yes, but I know how escrow works. Wow. Ah. <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah, things like that are scary for me. Things like applying cock and changing toilet seats. And um, Oh, here, you know, this is something happened just yesterday. I'll just a little quick throw in. But, like, did you know that you're supposed to, um, that you're, you're not, obviously you have to change your batteries and your detectors. But did you know you have to, like, replace them every five to ten years as well? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, you did know that. Yes. Yes, you're supposed to. Every, I think it's every okay, five so, years. Um, well, the new ones now, like, they have... Like they're, they don't even have replaceable batteries. You just put them up, and then you replace. It's like they last for ten years, uh, and then like you don't change your battery, you just get a new one. At least like the newer smoke alarms. But uh-huh. like so, so I don't know if you have any gas appliances because like gas appliances are not terribly popular in Florida. Gas is starting to make a. I actually uh, have a popular uh, down here. I have a gas dryer. I have propane gas. dryer. Okay, yeah. so you have a gas line. Oh, but it's propane. Yes, propane. Like so, yeah. you don't have a line. No, okay. no, I don't. Have so a line. we have we. We're up north, so we gas furnace, gas water heater, gas cooking. It's pretty common. But uh, so with that goes the um, – car- you have to have a carbon monoxide detector. Ah, yes, yes. Okay. And so um, I don't know why the hell I was looking at it, but like we have a – oh, because my wife smelled something, right? So just y- yesterday or the day before, I think it was a couple of days ago, we're upstairs. My wife is constantly smelling something. So, okay, this is like it's 1 in the morning. Honey, I smell something. Okay, I go down to the basement, look, and I'm smelling. First of all, I can't really smell that well. Um, I mean, I don't think it's COVID because I haven't been able to smell it well in like a couple of years, but <laughs> I was like always stuffy. Mm-hmm. My wife is like Wolverine, basically. She smelled like a, a gas leak 
from the neighbor's house five houses down. She, she literally detected a gas leak. It's so funny because now anytime the neighbor thinks that there's a gas leak, he comes over and he asks my wife to check. Is there a gas leak? <laughs> she smelled leaking gas like four houses down. But uh, she's the nose. Being, and, being uh, married to you, I'm surprised her sense of smell isn't burnt from gas leaks, if you know what I mean. Oh, no. It's it's pure hell for her. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I was down here at like one in the morning checking for sm- for smell, and I was like, well, let me let me go take a look at the carbon monoxide detector, see if there's a reading or something. It wasn't beeping. I was like, I look it over, and like, I'm looking at it, and then I noticed that the battery said it was work. It's it's like a dual. It's like an AC DC, and it's like it's working. But like I I actually I think I pulled it out of the wall so we could get a closer look because I'm old and fucking blind. And then like it stopped working. I'm like, ah, shit, the battery's in. Okay, but let me change the battery. Hold on a second now. I wonder if this thing's even working. How old is this thing? Because um, the previous owner of this house did not take care of this place and or did really dangerous, shitty thing. Like, had, like, expired like expired fire extinguishers, had, like, live electrical lines running next to hoses, things like that. Like, water hoses. So I look at this thing, I'm like, you know what? Just for fun. I didn't even know how old I turned. Let me get a guess from you. And so, what is your guess about the, the, bor- the, the birth date of this carbon monoxide detector? Uh, the Clinton administration? A little, no, 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 a little bit newer than that. Okay. Uh, we're we were we're in Obama administration, but which in where, which term? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to say that Lost was still on TV. I don't know when that was, but let's just say Obama just got reelected. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think it was off by then. So, so th- this monoxide detector was from 2012, okay. and so <laughs> I was actually impressed that it worked when we because we we bought the house I think in 16, and so the guy's like, oh no, there's a carbon monoxide detector, and so I was actually impressed that he left us with one that wasn't expired, uh, but it expired a year a year the actual detector expired a year after we lived here, and so I just that's just one thing I didn't check, and so. So yeah, so I had an eight-year-old carbon monoxide detector, and uh, it's like got to replace that bad. But we had actually had another. This is in the basement. We have another one that's not expired. Like because if you have, well, they say, well, put one in every level and like put you know put a bunch of them around. But if you have one, you're supposed to put it where you sleep. So we also have like one in our in the room where we sleep. And so, um, so I had like an eight-year-old carbon monoxide detector. I think it's time to get a new one. You know? I, I, yeah, I think I think so. I think so. Um, uh, but what else? So that was just you, the, we're talking about like you, the repair work. You, you, know? you want to get rid of that carbon monoxide detector before it becomes a tweenager at very least. So, <laughs> uh, my carbon monoxide detector is a, is a is a zoomer is a Gen, Gen Z. It's it's the newest TikTok star. <laughs> Jesus, um, I'm also having like ongoing sump issues, but uh, uh, I have a. a like my sump kicks on, but it won't kick off. It gets stuck on like the. Le- are you from? Are you familiar with sump? That's like a not a non Florida thing as well. A sump pump. Uh, I I use them at work, but no, we don't we don't have them in our residences. No. Because I guess it's like a basement thing. Basement boats. If you have a boat in Florida, you'll have a sump. So. So like it's in our lower level, and like it's because like water collects in the lowest level, yeah. and like it basically pulls water out of the foundation. Exactly. And like, yeah. If you don't uh, have one, then you can flood. And um, so, like our our sump, like 
it like kicks on and it like it gets it's like it's basically like your toilet. Yeah. It's like when you flush, you know, like mm-hmm. like you have a float in your toilet and as yeah. the water level rises, the floater turns off the yeah. water from filling up. But in this case, with the sump, when it has it, a float it, switch, like the water gets too switch. yeah, the yeah. float when it gets too high, mm-hmm. it kicks on kicks and up. then it, right it kicks yeah, on. Exactly. It's like sort of the reverse of a toilet, but like yeah. it was getting stuck. It like turned on and like wouldn't shut off, <laughs> and so. I don't know. So like, and then like it fixes itself because like I unplug it and then like plug it back in the next morning and then like suddenly, like it's just, like gets stuck, and then un- gets unstuck like a couple hours later. But whatever. So like I have like sump issues that I have to address. <laughs> what about now? Come for the thrilling sump pump talk. <laughs> oh, I know, but. Uh, but like, like me being like, like not wanting to like do work or in the house, like be, and I'm not like just like sort of dabble. I dabble in caulking and and like so, like caulking and something. Hey, another title, caulking and something. Caulking and something. We've got like five but, titles uh, for this episode. <laughs> <sighs> this is constantly going wrong. It's not. It does not take a genius to like. Buy and or change the battery in the smoke. In fact, I've even changed the smoke detectors. That's fairly easy. It's basically just like, like unscrew it and put it back in. Like, That's but it. like yeah. sump work, caulking work, eh, a little bit more difficult. I refuse to do electrical work. Anything that can die. Yeah, no electrical, electrical work, work is. Nah, I won't be doing that either. So or, no plumbing either because that's like can cause massive yeah. spillages. But like, yeah, like the, the toilet. I think that one of the most miraculous inventions of the modern times is in fact the flush toilet. I just, I'm intrigued by like how awesome the, the flush oh, toilet is. Shit. Indoor plumbing is a. <laughs> The thing I think of all the things that have been invented uh, in like the last hundred or so years, I think indoor plumbing is the best. But just actually the flush toilet with like the chain and then like the floater and then like the suction, you know, like to do the flush. It's like in the tank. It's like it's just a, I love toilets. Yeah. And then like I was listening to some podcast. Um, little shout out to another podcast. It's called Cautionary Tales. And it's not a comedy. It's like um, it's about how people have fucked up over history, and um, trying to learn why people fuck up. Talking about stories of like pilots who ignore warnings, and they and like crash a super tanker, an oil super tanker, things like that. But one of the stories is like to get to, to like a, like psychological test to people to like to, like to understand themselves. It's like like you put someone in a room and you give them a test and you say, hey, what rate rate your your knowledge on things and you say okay how do you th- how well do you think you know the toilet and then like on a scale of one to ten or something they say oh this is uh, an eight thing okay you rated yourself an eight on understanding of the toilet do me a favor describe the toilet and diagram it and people most people are like ah fuck <laughs> like but like if somebody asked me to diagram a toilet i'd be like give me a fucking pencil my 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 one weakness is that i'm not a, a good I'm not good at drawing. Yeah, but like, yeah, my artist. I just like I'm endlessly, imp- endlessly like peering into the toilet and like, man, this thing is so fucking cool. With this part, that part, the other. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, have you ever had to remove a toilet, replace the wax ring underneath? The whole toilet? Oh God, no. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. I've never done. Like we have like a a problem with our one toilet where 
um, the chain, like the, the the chain attached to the, the handle, keeps popping out. So I have to, like, once every other day. Oh, that's not like, that's nothing. Just re- replacing the, the the float switch or the the the, the chain uh, the flapper and stuff. That's nothing. I've done like that like a dozen times. I'm talking about removing the toilet and replacing the wax no, ring whole toilet, no. Yes. Oh my god. I've had to do that twice. Once when a toilet actually started leaking water from the base, that wax ring uh-huh. gives out and it'll start leaking water, and you have to replace it and then the other time i was i tiled the bathroom floor and to do that i had to remove the toilet so oh man so you, wow so you're you've not only done toilet replacement but tiling that's like the next oh level. my god that that's a nightmare i'm still not done and there's like so, <laughs> but there's but there's so much equipment involved with it oh yeah yeah i've gotten better at it uh, I've gotten better as time has gone on but yeah that's that's that was that's by far the most in-depth uh, job that I've ever taken on, and I'm not done. <laughs> I've been doing it for a better part of three years, and I'm not done. You're never gonna finish, are you? I am. I just have to get more tile for the bedrooms. So I'm just. All right, man. So, uh, um, you want to do some? Let's see. Make sure we. Do you, oh, we totally forget about the housekeeping. You want to do? Just want to do a quick wrap up with the housekeeping and the. Um, and the sponsor doesn't get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's no phrase that pays. There's nothing else going in, 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 in the, 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 the cash of crap. Because you know what, guys, you didn't take me up on the N95 mask uh, a couple months ago, so I ain't giving you anything else. No more. Wow. No more. Wow. So, so I say, I say, I say, until the pandemic is over. We, you want to suspend the cash crap because... Yeah, I don't think anybody wants a, a box of assorted junk coming through the mail right now anyway, but... From a stranger. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, no, we're... we're but we can still, but you know what, we can still, without adding to it, we can still have a phrase that pays. Uh, you, can, you, can have the uncha- you can have the unchanging crap cash if you... Give us the phrase that pays and see. So, what would be the phrase that pays for this week? Ted's this, Ted's this Ted's cock. No, Ted's cock. Ted's cock. Ted's no, no, no. Ted's huge cock. Ted's adequate cock. <laughs> <laughs> Ted's adequate cock. Okay, Ted's adequate cock. Ted's and go to the facebook page for the list of things and the crap cash including the n95 mask we don't have to put a little uh i don't know if i'm just gonna willy-nilly give away the crap cash if somebody's trying to play us for the n95 we have to they might have to i guess i mean if they have the phrase of pays that means they've listened to one show but so it's still there anyway so like any sponsors we want to talk about obviously uh um, Lowe's is a sponsor. Lowe's was, a, pretend was a sponsor. sponsor. Uh, YouTube. Pr- pretend. For all your home improvement video needs, YouTube. Uh, let's see. Whatever companies make tear gas and rubber bullets, clearly your sponsor. <laughs> the military industrial complex. Uh, let's see. What did we talk about? We talked about current events. We talked about, um, we talked about what? The Supreme Court and talked about Trump rallies. Uh, how about, obviously... Um, let's see, pandemics. What actual things do we talk about? We talk uh, about... Extraterrestrial life, uh, brought to you by Alpha Centauri 5. This shows me. Let's see, how about 
Something to do with mommy dearest, something like rare. I would say like rare Omaha steak, something like that. <laughs> Brought to you by whatever divorce lawyer Steph's gonna hire. <laughs> uh, what uh, the the uh, uh, what's it? Was it was it in Florida? Was it Morgan and Morgan? Those For the people. <laughs> They still do those? Yes. I'm out of the loop when it comes yeah. to Florida. Oh, yeah. John Morgan. Yeah. Remember, it used to be Morgan, Colin, and Gilbert, and then it was Morgan and Morgan. Yeah, yeah. It's... It's, it's going back a couple years. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you... Um, let's see. What have we... I mean, I haven't actually gone anywhere. Have we done anything? Um... Uh, whatever companies in... Let's, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Let's do the housekeeping. Where can they reach us, Ted? Oh, yeah. Oh, um... Let's see. I think it's it's been so long. Obviously, at What About Now Pod on Twitter, like uh, I'm on there quite a lot. Same thing at What About Now Pod on Facebook. Darren at Ted at Gmail dot com. That's D A R I N A N D T E D at Gmail dot com. Uh, hit us up. Uh, obviously, the show is at What About Now Podcast dot com. But if you're listening, then you already know that. Yes. Well, listen to us on your favorite podcast aggregators uh i know i've heard people beg for reviews on itunes so if you're listening to us on itunes give us a review give us a i don't know is it five stars i don't know what they do uh give us a five star review and maybe somebody will see us and listen to us because apparently that's important over there so if i I think we actually have more twitter followers than we have subscribers i'm guarantee we do (laughs) we are up now Brace yourself. We're up to 15 followers on Twitter. That, I've been like tweet. That is awesome. I've been working very hard. That is yeah, awesome. 15, now, if we could just people. bring them over to listen to us, that would be fantastic. So, at least half of them are strangers. Oh, that's 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 what we need. We need a diverse <laughs> listening audience. So, no, I didn't say they were listeners. I said they were fun. I know. I know single one. We need to bring them over to be listeners, and then we'll have a diverse listening uh, audience. So. Um. <laughs> Uh, that's it man so well i think now it's about time to wrap it up um hopefully we'll try to get another episode in before before the election (laughs) i would like to get in another episode before november what is this this is tomorrow's july 1st um so seven ten i'm pretty sure we can get one in you know what i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say let's let's shoot for two more episodes before the election so like that gives us like one every two months that'll give us like nine and ele- oh we actually might be cutting it close like september and then like like right before the election or right during the election like if we do one every two months we can get one like right around the time of the election oh, wow i want to i'm gonna ask you um, let's let's put this out there now uh-huh do we want to try to do a live for us taped delay for everybody else election night podcast no because the, the usually the the results trickle in so slowly that there's no point and then especially with this election like there might be so many mail in some states there might be so many um mail-in ballots that's going to take a long time so i don't know if we want to do one like maybe you want to cover a debate or something maybe we could do that Oh, you know what? We totally missed our trending topic. Yeah, fuck the trending topic. Yeah, next next time we will do trending topic. So, yeah, we'll, 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 we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna um, 
think of some different things we can do. Maybe uh, we're, we're going to have to really get to this election cycle. I think this year, I think these next couple months, we need to be your source for last week's election news. Excellent. So what's, what's something that we can – that it, it, it can be a weekly. What's something that can be a weekly that won't be a big deal? Like, like it's going to be such a big story that people will be talking about it for a week. Like uh... the presidential election. <laughs> no, because that news cycle is like hype, insanely hyper, right. hyper speed fast. Right. Like, um, why don't we have like some sort of paint drying related topic? I don't know. Oh, probably the, the legal machinations and, 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 and uh, haggling that happened after the election when uh, Trump protests something. Oh, man. I could I could very see well see a replay of 2000 where this drags on for a month or so after. Yeah, but I mean, it's ultimately up to the states, and so I guess like with the lawsuits going on, it, you know, but you know what? Like everybody's just hoping that it's going to be a landslide, so there's no haggling over 537 votes in Florida. Oh my God! Please no, please no. So, but uh, we'll come up. We'll, we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. We don't have to brainstorm here on the air. No, let's brainstorm here on the air. Let's. No, no, no. <laughs> come on. All right, I want three ideas right now. Go. Um. What do you have with elections? You have, you have De- debates. The debates. You have, you got uh, October surprises. You got. Uh, oh, I, I I know what we're going to cover. We're going to cover the Hunter Biden Burisma scandal that they're going to drag out in front of the Senate ad nauseum, starting probably in August or September. That's what we'll cover. Something about the VP pick. Who, who do you think Trump's VP pick is going to be? Uh I think it'll stay with Pence. Really? Yeah, I think so. Not if he keeps wearing that mask, he won't. <laughs> uh, I think he'll stick with Pence. Probably because he can't afford to cut away Pence and have Pence come and spill all the shit that he knows about him. Ouch. Um, you know, oh, you know what's just in the news today is that, uh, you know, that Trump's niece is trying to put out a book. Oh, it's coming out, yeah. It, Mary Trump's. Well, no, just, ju- it was just bought, a judge today just temporarily halted it. So they did halt it, huh? It was. I think it was just a sort of temporary orders while, while they fight over it. Oh, but okay. you know, it's just going to get leaked anyway. Oh yeah, oh, that's right. We never talked. Oh, we never talked about the Bolton book. Uh, who cares? I no. You know what? That man's a coward. He doesn't deserve any of our time. He had a chance to go ahead and to do the right thing in front of Congress, in front of the House of Representatives. He didn't do it. He's only here to make money. I'm not saying that anything he's saying is a lie. I'm saying I don't care about anything he says. He had a chance to serve his country, and he blew it. He serves himself. Fuck him. Something of note is that he said that Trump was asking... He was asking, the personally asking the premier of China to buy more... Um, Farm products. Oh yeah, if that's the right term. So that he basically help him in the in the election. Uh, he, he has a yeah, that, he has a lot of stories that would be damning to anybody else, but it's just more background noise on this president. It means nothing. It doesn't move the needle one way or the other. And I, you know, unfortunately, I'd say don't buy the book and don't make him money. But Bolton already made his money on the signing bonus. So whether you buy the book or not really makes no difference on his personal financial stuff. I, I, my personal decision, my, my personal hope was that 
there was something in the book that was said Trump to jail, but that was classified so they could throw Bolton in jail as well. And they could be roommates or cellmates, but that's not going to happen. So uh, Again, you keep saying it's just background noise, but it's background noise to the base. But there are people that change their minds. Everybody's not to say there are fence sitters. There are people that go back and forth. And so you're aiming, all this information is aiming towards the middle of the road people. Yeah, but like the people who voted for Obama then voted for Trump. Th- those people exist. I no, I understand, but uh, to be honest, the thing that's going to sway them is not going to be soybean haggling with China. It's not going to be that. It's going to be things like shooting teal, tear gas at protesters to have a photo op in front of a church. It's going to be things like retweeting white power guys saying white power from golf carts. Those are the things that are actually going to maybe sway those persuadables, as we like to call them. It's not going to be, or uh, it's not going to be you know when the looting starts the shooting starts yeah. saying that Th- you know? those those are the more visceral examples. Uh, it's not economic political machinations in the background that doesn't do it for people. Sorry. So what do you think the next giant thing is? Because basically it's pandemic and at the same time we have civil unrest. What do you think the third big thing that we're going to have? Because, there's, you know, it, it's 2020, so what's the next thing? Is it going to be the second pandemic? Is it going to be a hurricane? Is it going to be an earthquake? Is it going to be a super vault, the, the Yellowstone super volcano? All of the what's above. The <laughs> Ooh. Maybe aliens? No, Maybe no. the aliens come now? The, the, no, because they might actually help The us. world got so crazy that murder hornets couldn't even stay in the news longer than a week. We had murder hornets. And, but they only got to stay in the news for a week. The, the world got so crazy that even then they, they got shoveled off stage quick. So, But they're only in, like, the West Coast. They're not even in the whole I US. know, like but Washington. we used to live in a time where killer bees would occupy the headlines for a month. Now murder hornets can't even last a week. Remember when CNN covered a downed airliner in the middle of the Pacific Ocean for, like, a month? <laughs> that was the world we used to live in. Where they kept recreating what happened to that airline. Well, when we found out it was terrorists, that just drove it into the water. But they recreated that for like a month. That's how boring life yeah. was. Malaysian air. Yes, and now murder hornets are gone in a forty-eight hour span. So okay, let's. See. We're going to end on a positive note. We're going to end on. Um, it's not a well, no, it's not a positive note, but it's a. You know, non-negative in that. See that Cam Newton got signed by the Patriots. <sighs> Interesting. 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 Um, it depends on how severe his injuries have been, but he is a talented quarterback. And 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 hate and hate him or hate him. Bill Belichick is a talented coach, so it is yeah. not good news for Dolphin fans. Cam Newton had a hell of a season until he ran up against the Broncos in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But uh, sure, why not? Make it interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, we got two. Uh, no, this is my positive. It's because we're basically, I don't think we're going to have a football season. And so by the time the 2021 NFL season starts, Tua's hip is going to be pristine. Absolutely. He gets another year to heal before starting for the Dolphins, baby. Thank God. Tua. Do it. Tua. 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 Throwing for the Finns. <laughs> why do you care? You're not even a fan, Finns fan anymore. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Packers. Uh, go Packers. <laughs> Jordan Love, baby. Jordan Love. <laughs> now, you, you vowed that 
while Stephen Ross was the owner, you would not be a fan of the Dolphins. So even with if Tua takes us to to amazing places, you're going to stick with that. As a Dolphin fan, I reserve the right to change my mind at any moment. <laughs> uh huh. That's what I thought. Hey, we're from Miami. We're the definition of fair weather fans, my friend. And on that note. On that note. All right, it's been fun, man. It's been almost a couple hours, and uh, let's wrap it up. Yeah. And uh, you want to play us out? Yeah, I will, I'll, I'll take us out of here. So thank you guys for joining us. Sorry we've been gone for so long. We'll uh, try to get one in a little bit sooner next time. So until then, this is Darren. And this is uh, Adequate Cock Ted. <laughs> and you're listening to What About Now? your ac whatever yes i turned off my ac cool so so you have about you have about 20 minutes before i get cranky (laughs) okay and it started 19 minutes ago yes sure did you're on borrowed time mister